Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Joseph Prince. Joseph is a leading voice in teaching the gospel of grace around the world. Through his television program, teaching resources, and best-selling books, he's impacting millions around the world with God's love, grace, and favor. You can watch Joseph Prince Sundays at 9.30 a.m. and 3.30 p.m. Mountain Time on Miracle Channel. And now, Joseph Prince will share why you can freely receive from Jesus even if your faith isn't perfect. Let's dive into the message. Are you ready for the Word? Praise God. Let's go right into the Word. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to share something about the power of imperfect faith. When your faith is weak, your faith is actually strong. Okay. What am I saying? Many of us, when we come to God, we don't tell others, but actually we are very conscious of doubts in our hearts. We are still conscious of unbelief, disbelief, and we are wondering to ourselves, is this forfeiting me of God's answers? Is this costing me? Does God hear me? Because I, I am conscious that I am believing, yet I am doubting. How many have been there before? Believing yet doubting. All right, a few people. God, just take down notes, Lord. How many people you come to God, you are, you are believing, yet there's doubting? Okay, okay, praise God. Now, this message is for you. I want to share with you Abraham's story in Genesis 17. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am Almighty God. By the way, the Almighty God, this is the first time ever in the Bible, the first mention, that God says, I am Almighty God. Whenever you find this in your English Bible, Almighty God, literally, God is El, Almighty is Shaddai. It's El Shaddai. God is saying, I am El Shaddai. I am the all-powerful one. All right, that's one of the names of God. All right, El Shaddai. Notice El is the Aleph Lament. We saw just now, El Shaddai. I am Almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. Notice that it's not, be blameless if you want to walk before me. Do you see that? Okay, one more time. God did not say, only if you are blameless, you can walk before me. God didn't say that. God says, I am almighty God. I will be supply for all your needs. If I, if I give you greater responsibility, rejoice. There's greater supply. Okay, I am almighty God. Walk before me. Enjoy me. Commune with me. Talk with me. And you know what? You'll be blameless. Amen. Amen. Then I'll make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. Next verse. Then Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be a father of many nations. God said, No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I've made you a father of many nations. So God gave him his He, the letter He. Right? Remember God's name, yud He vav He. Yahweh, look at God's name, yud Hey vav Hey. reading from right to left. Notice the Hey is mentioned twice. So God has two He's to his name. 
Hey, and they say that the way you pronounce hey is out-breathing. God made man like a mannequin, all right, from the ground of the earth. Man was motionless, okay, no life. Then God, man became a living soul. So we live by the hey. Hey, every Hebrew alphabet is also a number. They don't have numbers in Hebrew like one, two, three. We have A, B, C, then we have one, two, three. Their one is A. Their two is B. Their letters are their numbers. Got it? So hey is the fifth letter. When they write five, they put hey. Okay? Are you with me? All right. So five is the number of? You all know this by now. Pastor Prince, why is the number of grace? Uh, get my past teachings. No time already. All right. Hey. So God, took, God has how many hey's here? Two hey's. God took the, his hey. He breathed into Abram. Abram's name became Ab. It is Abram. Aleph, Bet, Resh, Mem. All right. Abram, God put hey in between. God breathed. And became Abraham. God breathed his grace into Abram. As Abram, he, he, he cannot have a son with Sarah. All right. As Abram. Abram actually means father of altitude. But when God breathed hay into him, he became father of multitude. It's one thing to be high father, all right? You can be a godfather and uh, everyone look up to you. You are, you know, you're, you're only uh, benefiting yourself. But when you're a father of many, you are benefiting many. Amen. The grace of God will always make you benefit many. Amen. Are you with me, people? So God breathed the hay. Abram became Abraham, father of many. Okay? Are you with me? Okay, let's drop down to uh, the same chapter and we look at Sarai. Then God said to Abram, as for Sarai, your wife, you, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name and I will bless her. Why, why the importance of changing the name? Then God says, I'll bless her. With Abram, God says, your name is now no more Abram, but Abraham. And then God blesses him. By the way, after their names were changed, Isaac came. The promise manifested. Okay? So, Look at Sarai, Sarah, and I'll bless her. And look at Sarai, okay? Shin, Rash, Yud. Okay, if you look at the first two letters, Tsar. Even the Russians today, they talk about their Tsar. Ruler, Tsar. Tsar in Hebrew is prince. Lord, Tsar. Yes, sir, Tsar. From sir, some of the English words actually got it from uh, uh, Hebrew. Like your cufflings, cuff, they call it. And cuff is, is, is uh, your... Your hand, cup. All right, some words are transferred, transliterated. Sir is from Sar. Yes, Sar. Okay, Sar. So with a small youth, it becomes personal. Sarai, my sir, my lord, my captain. Imagine Abraham calling his wife. <laughs> my lord, my captain, my sir. And, and she's known to dominate him, isn't it? The first part. I cannot have children. You go to my mate. And the Bible says, Abraham said, nothing. <laughs> she, she was quite strong. And go to my mate. So she was quite domineering. We know that. All right? Because of the yud, Sarai, it becomes personal. My Lord, my Lord, I keep on calling. Like the guy says, you know, when I, when I quarrel with my wife, okay, let me tell you this. No matter how we quarrel, I will always have the final word. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> Sarai. Okay. Now, God breathed. Remember God's name, Yud, Hey. He has two Hays. God breathed his Hey, the other name into Sarai. The Hey comes in and becomes Sarah. 
Okay? Now, God removed the yud and God put the hey. Now, it means princess. Princess. Do you know, one year after this, the baby came. The promise that they've been waiting for years came when grace was imparted. Here's another thing that will blow your mind. I told you just now, every Hebrew letter has a number. Grace is number what? Five. That is hey. You know, youth, they got to, God took away the youth and God gave her the hey. Youth is number 10. Number of the law. When you're under law, you become legalistic. You become hard. You start becoming right. You know, don't come near me. I'm holier than you. You become self-righteous. That's what the law does. God removed the law and God gives grace. Nothing wrong with the law. The law is good, but grace makes you good. The law cannot make you good. The law is holy, cannot make you holy. Grace makes you holy. Amen. Amen. So God removed the yud, God gave the hay. By the way, every Hebrew letter is also a picture, like Aleph is an ox, all right? Yud is the hand. You can ask any Jewish person, all right? Yud is the picture of the hand, yad, the hand, all right? Man's efforts. God removed man's efforts and gave man his breath, his grace. Amen. Watch it, God is blowing your way. The Pastor Prince, I've been having problems financially. God is breathing on you. Pastor Prince, I've been having these symptoms in my body. He's breathing on your body now. Pastor Prince, I've been believing God for a child. He's breathing into your womb. Hallelujah. He's breathing hay. He's breathing grace. Hallelujah. And you'll be fruitful. And kings will come out of you. Amen. Yes. Yud and hay. Only God can handle the yud. Works, power, performance. Our part is receive grace. And all the people said, Amen. Amen. I want to show you something real quick in closing. I won't go through the entire sermon, but uh, real quick. The reason I show you all this is because there's so much more I can show you about Sarah and Abraham. But the thing is this. When God spoke to Abraham, go back to the verse again. Sarah shall be her name. I'll bless her and give you a son by her. Then I'll bless her. She shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be from her. I'll tell you something, okay? Whenever grace comes into your life, kingship flows. Have you noticed that? Romans 5.17, when you receive the gift of righteousness, you reign. You are destined to reign. Only when grace comes into you. All right? So the thing is this, then Abraham fell on his face in the midst of all this revelation that God is talking to him. God, I mean, God literally appeared to him as El Shaddai, the almighty God. What did Abraham do? He fell on his face and laughed. And said in his heart, shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> All right, do we have verse 18? Then Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. And then he started focusing on his other son. Now, what do you call this? Weak faith. But if you read Romans uh, chapter 4, look at Romans chapter 4. For the promise, okay, let's drop down because of time. Verse 16, or drop down. Therefore, it's of faith that it might be according to grace. Verse 17, God said, we read that portion just now. I've made you a father of many nations. We just read that just now. In Genesis 17, in the presence of him whom he believed, God who gives life to the dead, caused those things which do not exist as though they did. Verse 18, who contrary to hope, in hope believe, referring to Abraham. So that he, Abraham, became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old, referring to the same event. And the only event just now we read was that his reaction was he laughed. But down here, 
not being weak in faith. He did not consider his own body already dead and the deadness of Sarah's womb when he was about 100 years old. Drop down. He did not waver the promise of God through unbelief. He was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Wow. You know, and I read this and I feel condemned. And people say, look at Abraham. He never wavered. He was so strong in faith. But if you look at his real story, he laughed and even recommended Ishmael. Like what you hear? You can watch more messages from Joseph Prince on Corco Plus, Miracle Channel's streaming service. Corco Plus has thousands of ministry programs in the Christian Living section. Every week, we take your favorite speakers and curate messages into topic-based playlists. You could watch a playlist on your calling, belief systems, or identity, and hear hand-picked messages from speakers like Leon Fontaine, Joel Osteen, Creflo Dollar, and so on. Go to Corco.com to sign up for your free account in three simple steps. That's C-O-R-C-O.com. There's no better place to find topic-based teaching than Corco Plus, its Miracle Channel, and more. Sign up for your free account on Corco Plus. So what is, what is happening, Pastor Prince? Uh, look at, look at, look at uh, Sarah. Sarah, Hebrews 11. I'm, I'm finishing this real fast. Hebrews 11, 11. By faith, Sarah herself received strength. By faith. Say by faith. Sarah received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age. God doesn't care you are past the age, daughters of Sarah. He'll make you young again. Amen. Why? Because Sarah judged God faithful who had promised. Wow. Praise God. Now let's do it a story. Genesis 18, verse 10. And God says, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Sarah was listening in the tent door, which was behind him. So one day the Lord came to visit Abraham and Sarah. All right, Abraham was sitting outside in Mamre, and, and, and Sarah was inside. I'm so encouraged to see women even back then, like women today. <laughs> what was she doing? She was behind inside the tent, an appearance of, I'm here, I'm not bothered, okay? But she was listening. That's why they call it eavesdropping, never Adam dropping. <laughs> now, <laughs> that was a private revelation I got years ago. All right. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age. Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore, when the Lord says, Sarah will have a son, what happened? Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself and saying, after I've grown old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also. All this before God renewed her youth. Think about it. Amazing, isn't it? She laughed. But what did we read? Through faith, Sarah received strength. Pastor Prince, why, Pastor? Because there's something that, about the righteousness of faith. Let's go back to this and we close with this portion, Romans chapter 4. If you look earlier in Romans 4, we read about Abraham not being weak in faith and all that. Look at Romans 4, just as David also describes. Now, we are about to hear the description of righteousness by faith. Because that's what you are today. You are righteous by faith. David described the blessedness of, of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from works. Apart from your performance. Nothing to do with you. You only have to receive. Would you like the description of the righteousness? Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. In other words, your past. All your sins are forgiven. Your present, your future is all forgiven. But from now on, you are blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. 
The word shall not is a very strong negative in the Hebrew, sorry, in the Greek. Ome, definitely, positively not impute sin to you. In other words, all right, there are two blessings here. One is that all your sins are forgiven. Number two, that's the first blessing. Number two blessing is God will never impute sin to you. When you fail, when you fall, when you sin, God positively will not impute sin to you. Now, next question, some, 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 some spiritual policeman will say, how can you say that? God is a holy God. It's because He is holy. He has positively imputed all your sins and mine into the body of Jesus Christ. If you believe in Jesus, today, God will positively, shall not, will not, impute sin to you. Okay? Now, don't, don't take my time. I'm finishing. Now, the thing is this. All right, praise God. And the thing is this. Do you know that doubting is sin? Wavering is sin? So the thing is that almost like every time you come with imperfect faith to take communion and you have doubts in your head, faith in your heart, that's what you're taking. You still have faith, but you are wondering, will I, will I receive or not? Let me tell you this. Just like the woman with the issue of blood, she came trembling, all right? And she touched the hem of his garment, okay? And, and, and the thing is this. It's not the fullness of faith. It's an imperfect faith. She didn't, she, she didn't want to know him. She has, her faith was selfish and ignorant. It's selfish because she wanted to steal a blessing and she don't care about the healer. She cannot for the healer. All right? So it's selfish. Let's see it that way. All right? It's imperfect because uh, uh, she came by the back. All right? When actually you can come to the front, even a leper can come to the front and ask him. So he's passing her by already. All right? She's coming behind with the crowd. Multitudes, strong. She touched. There's a difference. All right? But she touched with trembling hand. By now, her hand is so skinny. For 12 years, she's suffering this disease and, and she's emaciated. But she pick up, all she can do is touch. She cannot pick up higher, maybe. And all she, she can do is just touch the hem of his garment. One thing about our Lord is this. All right? He's a wonderful savior. He says, he never says, he never says things like this. You think for one moment, my garment has power. Don't you know it's me? And because you only go for my garment, you will not be healed. He will never say that. He's a lot like this. You really believe your finger on my garment will heal you. Then your finger on my garment will heal you. He always comes down to our level according to your faith, be it unto you. This is our Lord, all right? Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, all right? When you come believing to Him, believing, that's why you come, yet doubting. There are people who teach, because there's doubt in your heart, you cannot come or you won't receive. Let me tell this, we are funny creatures, all right? We can be uh, 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 persecuted, but not forsaken, you know, that kind of thing. We can be believing, yet doubting. Your heart believes, your head, what if, what if, you know? But come, because when you come believing, yet doubting, He will forgive the doubt and answer the, the, the faith. He will forgive the doubt and answer the faith. He's the kind of Jesus. Amen. Come to Him. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Now, the thing is that every time Abraham laughed, it is not recorded in God's book. Every time Abraham believed God, it's recorded. Every time Sarah laughed, it's not recorded. When Sarah believed God, it's recorded. Because the same instance, the same statement when Sarah says, shall I have pleasure? She was laughing. Shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also. You know what God record in 1 Peter 3? That Sarah called Abraham my Lord. When she did right, God record down. When she laughed, it's not recorded. 
And later on, she argued with God. And all, by the way, I don't have time to show you. She said, I didn't laugh. God says, you laugh. I didn't laugh. She said, no, you laugh. You can go back and read it. So the thing is this, every time you, you, you start talking nonsense, down here you say, praise God, I'm healed in Jesus' name. Jesus is my healer, praise God. Then after that, Monday you wake up, you tell your wife, oh, I feel horrible, pray for me. You even go to your four-year-old, pray for daddy, you know. And, but no one sees, and you are the pastor of the church, no one sees that. And you're wondering, but God sees, now will I still receive my miracle? Well, those days God didn't record. <laughs> those, 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 those actions God didn't record. You talk nonsense, God didn't record it down. Well, Pastor Prince, haven't you read Jesus said in the Gospels, every idle word that man shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. We won't be in the day of judgment. I'll tell you why, because that was written before he died. Every man in the world will give an account for their words, their thoughts, and statements. We don't have to because our sins are past, present, and future forgiven. Okay. I'll close. I must close. Okay, watch this. What he's saying is this. By the way, that woman wanted to steal a blessing away. Her faith was imperfect. It was weak. It was selfish, but genuine. And Jesus arrested her. She thought of stealing a blessing away. She wanted to receive from his hand. Many people want to receive from his hand. They, they're not interested in his heart. He's more interested that she knows his heart. So that she won't feel that she stole a blessing, but that it was given freely. So he asked, who touched me? You all know the story. She owned up. And he wasn't trying to embarrass her. All right? But he says, she's the only woman in the gospel. You can check it out. Only woman that Jesus says in Hebrew, Aramai, Betty, which means my daughter. Literally, he calls her daughter. Be of good comfort. Your faith. Your faith. Not your finger. Your faith made you well. Go in peace. Because if she does everything in the dark, it's like a plant you put in the dark room. You become weak and sickly. But if you're a Christian, testify openly, and that plant of faith will grow, become flourish, bear fruits, flowers, amen, and give sweet fruit. You understand? Yes. Amen? So he says, don't be afraid of your unbelief when you come to me. Don't be afraid of your needs. I know all your needs. Don't be afraid of your doubts in your heart. I know all about it. Be afraid of one thing, not coming to me. Be afraid of one thing. Be afraid that when I pass by to bring life, health, and blessing to other people, you are passed by. Be afraid of that. All right? But never be afraid to come in spite of your misgivings, in spite of your doubting, in spite of your disbelief. Just come. Because coming to Him is believing in Him. In John 6, He says this. John 6, I am the bread of life. Jesus said, He who comes to me, shall never hunger. He who believes in me shall never thirst. Coming to him and believing him is the same thing. The devil says, unless your heart is full of faith, you cannot come. No, come believing yet doubting. And he will, he will forgive the doubt and answer the faith. Have you been blessed? Give Jesus the praise. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Joseph Prince. 
Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.